0: Today on Citycast Denver. A mere 5 years after they posted the NHL's worst record, the Colorado Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions. Game.
1: What
2: did it feel like when you finally lifted that cup over your shoulders? Oh Man, it's just I mean, that's 20 plus years of just dreaming and wanting and working for it and just finally coming to fruition after a lot of crazy years and, and a lot of hard work, but this group is just amazing. And all the way from the top to our third massage therapist, to the wives, to the fans, to our, everybody working in ballerina I mean, it's just its
3: incredible.
0: Our sports guy, Jake Shapiro, is now also a sports analyst for DenverFan.com, which means he covered the whole Avs playoff run, including the decisive win on Sunday night. So I called him up yesterday morning for an inside look at the celebrations and to talk a little bit about what it all means. Today is Tuesday, June 28th. I'm Paul Caroli, in for Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver.
3: I woke up at like 10 just to jump on one of our shows, and Mm -hmm. uh, I checked my Twitter, and Katie, my girlfriend... Mm -hmm um send a tweet about how i woke her up last night and i tapped her on the shoulder when i got home and i said you'll find out after the break so apparently i was doing show (laughs) in my sleep
0: (laughs) jake shapiro welcome back to citycast denver
3: it is a great day to be a denverite it's a great day to be on the show paul
0: tell me everything where are you at emotionally how are you feeling
3: Uh, You just won a sports championship in Denver, Colorado, the first major title since 2016. These don't come around so often. First one in a generation as an Avs fan, 21 years. I know you're a big Avs guy, Paul, and it's just awesome. I mean, to see grown men cry, millionaires to get on the ice like that and just throw off all their equipment and celebrate is awesome. And then uh, I head down to Lodo last night and a bunch of people are, uh, you know, more or less responsibly celebrating, but just want to be part of the action. And uh, you love to see Denver all come alive behind a cause like that. And it only ever happens so often.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. The final seconds. I mean, it brought me back to when I was a kid watching teams win the Stanley Cup. The last few seconds, the bench clears, all the guys chuck their gloves and helmets in the air. You just throw your stick away, forget all that. And the outpouring of emotion, it's so exhilarating. And you just want to be there. What was the scene like in Lodo?
3: My gosh, it was pretty hectic. People were lighting off fireworks. The riot police were uh, out on every corner, more or less. We saw some videos of McGregor Square people throwing tables and chairs into the middle. They tried (laughs) to light a bonfire in the middle, which is hilarious.
0: And a little scary.
3: (laughs) A little scary, for sure, no doubt. I saw someone that got hit by a chair. They were not too thrilled. Uh, But out on the streets, it was a little bit more uh, tame there were people climbing the light posts I did see someone rip apart a street sign and then start bashing it so if you get a parking ticket in Lodo because you're not following the rules today it might simply be because there is no longer a sign in that given location (laughs) but a lot of fireworks a lot of uh singing you know chanting go abs go singing the Blink 182 song uh people jumping up and down i will say i was flashed more times than championships the avalanche won last night as well
0: flashed like you like women taking their tops off out of you know excitement
3: not their tops their abs sweaters off Paul. they were taking ah. their abs sweaters off okay
0: great <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> It was kind of a weird weekend with all the with pride going on and the roe v wade overturning protests like sounds like you were out in the community quite a bit how did you feel like these things were all intersecting
3: yeah so friday night i was fully expecting the avalanche to win i thought that would have been a perfect story but you know i'm going out with my my girlfriend who's a reporter at westward and me and her both wrote phone numbers on our hips in case we got thrown into the back of a police car because we had no idea what was gonna happen when we went out Friday night between the Roe versus Wade protests and if the Avalanche had won the Stanley Cup and basically started an everlasting riot into the night because there was a lot of stuff going on. I wake up Saturday morning and there's the pride fest the pride walk going on uh, mm-hmm. by us and then yesterday I'm driving around town trying to find my spot to watch the the cup and stuff like that and half the streets around me are blocked off because of pride and then by the time I ended up downtown half the streets were blocked off because the police were trying to disperse people from you know celebrating too hard with the app so it, it seemed pretty crazy all weekend with just different events going on and then even last night there were moments when I was out on the town and I'm thinking all right, the police just came into the fourth side of this intersection. I feel like I should probably get out of here right now because they're about to 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 lay the metal down. But mm-hmm. honestly, I'm critical of DPD, but I walked by an officer last night and he said, you know what? I'm an Avs fan. People have to have their fun. And truly the police were kind of hands off letting people have their fun. And People weren't necessarily following the laws right in front of the police. So uh, hats off to DPD for, for letting people let loose a little bit. It was a good time. And, and from what I saw, at least it didn't seem like there was anyone that was, was malicious.
0: Where do you think this championship leaves Denver? What do you think this means to the city?
3: I think it's important to realize that the Colorado Avalanche have won their third Stanley Cup championship, which is the same amount of world titles as the Denver Broncos have won. You look at the most dedicated fan bases in Colorado. It's by far and away the Broncos, but quietly the Avs have a very dedicated, hardcore fan base. And this Stanley cup, in the run especially given the fact that they haven't been on tv for a few years but they were on tv through this run i think it really solidifies denver as a great hockey town as we watch denver east win the the high school title the university Mm -hmm. of denver win the national title and in college and now colorado avalanche win the stanley cup championship so denver i think there's just a bunch of new blood and new life into hockey in this city And a lot of people our age, Paul, you know, maybe they remember the the 2001-96 stuff a little bit, but this is the championship that they're going to remember when they associate with the Colorado Avalanche. Um, So I think this is really what's going to invigorate that next generation of Avalanche fans.
1: This episode is brought to you by the Colorado Wine Board There are more than 165 wineries across Colorado to explore, and they produce all sorts of wine that reflect our unique culture and climate. So finding a label that you're going to love is easy, no matter where your adventure takes you. Discover it for yourself and support local winemakers at coloradowine.com. That's coloradowine.com.
0: Well, Jake, there's one more thing I wanted to talk to you about this, um, and that's like a bigger picture on the impact to Denver. Now, every time we've gone into Westward to record our our Friday shows the last few weeks, I'll talk to Patty Calhoun, the editor of Westward, about if she's watching hockey, is she excited? I love talking to her about sports. And she says every time, if the Avalanche win, this town is going to let Stan Kroenke do whatever he wants. Kroenke is, of course, the owner of the team we're always talking about how he and Comcast are in this dispute that keeps the games off of television. What do, what do you think about that? How does this championship change the dynamic around Cronky and his his development plans for the uh, former Auraria neighborhood area, those parking lots around Ball Arena? What, what do you make of all that?
3: You know, Paul, will the city let Stan Kroenke do whatever they want in, in the Kroenke family? I'd actually say no, because I talked to a lot of people last night, and a lot of people are still pretty anti-Kronky, despite the fact that he didn't bring just one championship to Denver, but two in the last week with the Colorado Mammoth also winning a title in lacrosse. So I think people are still pretty huh. realistic about where the Cronkies are, and they're very frustrated about the TV thing. And I think the TV thing supersedes the fact that they brought home a championship to Colorado, because it's like, yeah, they brought us a championship. That is awesome. We didn't watch a single game of the regular season because of you. So (laughs) I I, I think people are going to keep it real and not necessarily hand over everything to Stan Kroenke to let him walk all over the city.
0: All right. Well, let's end on a positive note. One One of my favorite traditions in the NHL is that if your team wins the Stanley Cup, each player gets to take the cup for a couple of days over the summer and do with it whatever they want. And in the past, that has meant, in some cases, players taking the Stanley Cup to strip clubs, players drinking whole six packs of beer out of the Stanley Cup, uh, drowning it in their swimming pools. Which avalanche player do you think is going to be the most interesting to watch over the summer?
3: I think the one that's going to be the coolest and it was referenced a little bit in the celebration last night was Nathan McKinnon's and Nathan McKinnon's good buddies with a guy named Sidney Crosby, who's been the best player in the NHL for about 15 years. And they're both from a small town in Canada called Cole Harbor. And Sidney Crosby invited Nathan McKinnon to the, the the parade and the hometown celebration, both of the times that Sidney Crosby wanted, And Nathan McKinnon said last night he was the drunkest guy at both of Sidney's celebrations. So he hopes at his <laughs> celebration that Sidney is the drunkest guy at his. So I think that would be really fun if we got some footage of that with Sidney and, and Nathan celebrating, you know, Nathan's uh championship and one of the coolest things nathan said last night was 87 Sidney crosby's number is on there now mine is too just like him You said 87 what does that mean
2: well yesterday my room number was 1787 so we just felt like it was fate i don't know we both loved Sid, and uh we just knew we were gonna win when i got that room number
3: and, you know, it's just so clear that he's his idol and he's going to get to celebrate with his idol. And it's just a cool little nerdy hockey story.
0: Well, Jake Shapiro, thanks so much for joining me to celebrate the Avs win. This is a good day for Denver.
3: Oh, it's an awesome day. Hopefully the Nuggets are next. We've got Rams, we've got Mammoths, we've got Avs. Nuggets, Next.
0: To finish off our celebration of the Avs Stanley Cup victory, I wanna share one more thing. This is a story I told our host Bree Davies last year that's sort of personal for me and sort of tells the origin story of the Avalanche franchise itself. But mostly, it's about a set of uniforms that anyone watching the Avs Cup run this year would recognize. The team introduced this particular jersey design back in 2020, and they've been a fixture at Ball Arena ever since. It's a throwback. Uh with a modern twist. We are set. In case you're wondering about the uniforms, reverse retro uniforms, which every team has this year. The Avalanche wore their reverse retro for the first time on February 20th, 2021, at an outdoor game in Lake Tahoe against the Vegas Golden Knights. And a little homage to the Quebec Nordiques with the uniform for the Colorado Avalanche. Bree, I really want you to see these uniforms. Uh, I'm going to send you a link. Can you just describe what you see?
1: Ooh, it's kind of 70s. And then there's, what is that? It's like the, it's like an N. Yeah. (laughs) It's like an N with a hockey stick.
0: Yeah. It's an N with a hockey stick. It's also sort of an igloo,
1: I think. Oh. And then there's at the bottom, there's these symbols. They are, I know they're called the fleur-de-lis, but I don't know anything about them. And I feel very American when I say, I know this pattern from wallpaper. (laughs) So.
0: Yes, and uh, and that's something listeners should know. I am not fully American, uh, so I have a slightly different perspective on this. My family's Canadian, Western Canadian, to be specific, and so for me, these icons, these symbols, this design, it it points to this really deep seated conflict in Canada that's been around for hundreds of years. <laughs> There
2: you go. No, are. you can. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Great. I'm good. Great to see you.
0: This is Louis Gagnon. He's one of my dad's best friends, and he's a proud French-Canadian. I called him up because I thought, if we Coloradans are going to be buying all this reverse retro merch and wearing these symbols, we should probably understand where they came from.
2: French-Canadians are a, a people who have had a difficult history, and um, they, they were so they were they felt very much so uh, like like second class citizens right after the conquest in 1759.
0: Pretty much since the idea of Canada existed, this power dynamic has been part of how the country works, and sometimes it doesn't work at all. It's two distinctly different cultures with different languages and different histories sharing resources, power and hockey.
2: It always made sense to me to have a, an NHL team in Quebec City because in, in our collective minds, we French Canadians, uh, hockey is our sport. And all the big
0: legends. Maurice Richard, Guy Lafleur.
2: Uh, yeah, Jean Béliveau. I mean, all of them, right? And, uh, you know, Patrick Roy, the greatest goaltender in the, on earth, really. And so, uh, you know, so, so it was the sport that enabled us to shine
0: the quebec nordiques played in the nhl for 16 seasons the team was never that great but their powder blue uniforms with the fleur-de-lis and the weird igloo N thing the mere fact that they were in the game was something the people of quebec city could be proud of
2: and so when they were s- stripped away from quebec city in 95 that really hurt i don't think i ever recovered from that I don't know that anybody has right it's a, you know it's a, it's a, it's a permanent state of mourning in a way
0: just as they were finally getting some good players together the franchise formerly known as the Quebec Nordiques went on to win the Stanley Cup in their first year wearing the burgundy and blue as the Colorado, <laughs> Colorado Avalanche
3: still held NUA UA group shot Scott!
0: In the 25 years since, the people of Quebec have rallied together on multiple occasions to petition the league for a new franchise for a return of the Nordiques. But time and again, the league bosses said no.
2: And uh, and, and, and I'm still hoping, hoping, hoping that Quebec City will get a team again. People love
0: hockey so much
2: there. It's just not right for them to be deprived of a, of a, of a team.
0: I'd like to send you a link to look at the new uniforms that the Avalanche have been wearing this year and just get your reaction to this design.
2: Okay. All right. Okay. Let me just see. I'm just. Okay. Oh, gosh. Wow. Are they going to be wearing this for a while? I,
0: it's, I, th- I'm not sure what the long-term plans are, but I know that the sales have been very, very strong. This is,
2: this is, this is moving. This is,
0: this
2: is, this is moving. It's a, it's a, it's a great honor. Uh, I'm sure that people in Quebec City are uh, emotional when they see that. I, I think it's a, I, I think it's beautiful. Uh, I think it's beautiful. It, it, it's painful to be reminded that this team is gone, of course, but this is this is this has got to go to people's hearts, for sure, no
0: question. Unfortunately, I have to end this story with bad news. The reverse retros are long sold out from the official Avalanche store, and good luck finding resales for a reasonable price. Believe me. I've looked, but I have heard a rumor that they're bringing them back next year. A fan can hope. And here's what else Denverites are talking about. Today is election day. Denver voters have until 7 p.m. today to return a ballot in either the Democrat or Republican primary. We covered a few key races on both sides last week, so scroll back in your feed for context and information to help make your decision, if you haven't made it already. We'll talk about the results later this week. And that's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.